After 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Thursday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
Been a lot of places. I've been all around the world. Seen a lot of faces. Never know where I was on the horizon. Ooh, well I know, I know, I know, I know. So I'll be rising back home. No, we won't forget where we came from. This city won't change us. We beat to the same drum. No, we won't forget where we came from. The city won't change us. We beat to the same drum. Don't forget where you belong.
a.m. in the a.m. Good morning and welcome to 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, around the world on the web, jmtheam.org, and of course on the NSN app. And boy, oh boy, that app is going to come in very, very handy today as we hit the road. And you won't want to miss our uh, live lunch coming up at 11 o'clock this morning. Uh, from a Gourmet Glot in the Cedarhurst with our friends from Manischewitz. Amazing programming all through the day at jmtheam.org, starting now with JM and the AM and continuing with uh, people like Charlie Harari and Michael Fragan and Allison Josephs and Miriam L. Wallach and then our live lunch and plenty more. So there's a lot going on. And Leo Razamic, I believe, is doing a uh, stunt show today as well. I'll go through the schedule later on and you'll have an opportunity all through the day to check us out on the stream at jmtheam.org and, of course, on the NSN app. Uh, you heard Hold On. That was the Waterbury Yeshiva from the CD entitled Stay With Me. Call at Sadiqim. That's Ohad. Omek Hadavar with Ashrenu. You heard Home from the YU Maccabees. That's a great video, a great audio track. It's called Home. Modani done by Aryeh Kunstler. Benny Friedman, Zimanani Mili. The Moshav Band with the only one in Regesh. Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. It's Thursday on this April 7th, day 28 in the month of Adar 2, the year 5776, Tufshin I and Vav. We are just a day away. Well, actually, I guess we'd say two days away from Rosh Chodesh Nisan, believe it or not. 53 degrees outside with 74% humidity. Winds are west at 6 miles per hour. Rain today with a high temperature of 55. Then tonight, showers early and a low of 44. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, a high temperature 51 degrees. Yerushalayim is at 73. We're at 53, waiting for the rain here on a Thursday morning broadcast at JM and the AM. Mazel Tov. I'm going to say Mazel Tov to JM and the AM and the JM and the AM family. Uh, yet again, a uh, wonderful celebration coming up tonight, which we are very much looking forward to. I refer, of course, to uh, the big wedding, the uh, Zamek and Rube families from all of us here at JM and the AM. We say Mazel Tov, and we'll talk more about it later on. I'm going to try to get Mark on the air and Speak to the father of the bride for a couple of minutes this morning on this amazing day. So we say Mazal Tov and uh, we get ready for the big celebration tonight. And um, it is really amazing. It's amazing that we've gotten to the point where we get to share in these type of smachot together after all these years. Really incredible. Uh, JM and the AM on this Thursday. Reminder, tomorrow it's Malcolm Holmline who will join us. We have our weekly update every Friday starting at 7.40 Eastern Time. Make sure you uh, tune in each week, including tomorrow morning, so you can be up to date on the um, on the uh, news of the day and what's happening in this amazing world of ours. That's 7.40 every single Friday morning. And you want to make sure to tune in and uh, hear all the good things and all the challenging things that are going on in this world. <laughs> that would be a good way to put it, I think. <laughs> so that's tomorrow, 7.40 Eastern Time, right here at JM in the AM. 26 minutes before 7 o'clock, or by David Foreman going to join us in the third hour this morning here at JM in the AM. Speak about his unique approach to the uh, to the holy books. And about his brand new book as well. 
So we'll do that coming up and plenty more. Uh, this comes from the Yes Legacy, Moshe Hecht. He's next. You're listening to JM in the AM at 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills. Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM dial around the world on the web, jmtheam.org, and, of course, on the NSN app. Get back to California Gonna round up every Jew I've ever known I'm gonna sit down, right down there in front of me Gonna take out this guitar and sing a multi song Praying three times a day to him. Throw away the cars and bones, the stocks and bones, and I'll get along. Grab a boat of planes, meet me swim. Some folks got a Lincoln Continental. Is it glass so nobody? Just one time a light roll down the window Say you ain't gonna fool the law with this hunk of tin God is alive and well in Jerusalem, yeah A piece of brain three times a day to hell
چه میزه بره پول مزل تو همه گید مرنشی سخریست خویی تنشم توی بوشی هیریست لوهی لدی بریت نوبی بیا بریست شنی برو
J.M. in the A.M. Mehera done by Shlomo Katz. Before that, that brand new album from Shlomi Daskal, the uh, the one that he subtitled Not Shayach. It's Dance Volume Number Two. Shlomi Daskal here at J.M. in the A.M. He's got a pretty amazing voice. Moshe Hecht before that with God is Alive and Well in Jerusalem. Thursday morning on this April 7th, 28th of Adar 2. Rosh Chodesh coming up on Shabbos. Trucker Yitz says on our app, <laughs> he commented on the app this uh, morning, from Waverly, New York. That's where he's checking in from. He says that he's looking forward to making three kugels for this Shabbos since they're three Sifrei Torah. All right. That's one way to uh, commemorate the day. It is, in fact, Shabbos Rosh Chodesh. And Parshas HaChodesh will have a total of three Torahs for Torah reading uh, this coming Shabbos day. Uh, coming up at uh, 9 o'clock, the boardroom with Charlie Harari featuring an in-depth look at making the most of today's easy access to the world. Spin class with Michael Fragan. He'll take a look at the New Yorkers who are uh, involved in the upcoming primary and the race in general. He'll discuss... Um, He'll discuss why Ted Cruz is going matzah baking and what Wisconsin voters know better than the rest. I assume he means the rest of the country. That's spin class between 9.30 and 10 o'clock this morning with uh, Michael Fragan. Allison Joseph will feature Saul Blinkoff, Orthodox Jew and director and animator for Disney, in an encore presentation of Jew in the City Speaks. That's life with Miriam L. Wallach. I will join her as guest co-host as we welcome back Anthony Auerbach a body language expert and chief consultant for body language on purpose. He'll be back on That's Life. Then the live remote, as we said, as Manischewitz presents the Thursday live lunch from Gourmet Glot in Cedarhurst, which will be really cool. And the stunt show with Leora Zamek, which is going to happen at um, at 1 o'clock, will feature a sit-down with uh, Zach Pollock, a motivational speaker discussing how to deal with stress in the time before Pesach. In addition... There'll be some wedding music to get pumped up because her sister's wedding is tonight. Mazel Tov, Shoshi, and Kenny from all of us here at JM in the AM. So there you have it. Great day on the stream at jmnam.org and on the NSN app. Join us for the live lunch at Gourmet Glot in Cedarhurst beginning at 11 a.m. America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County, 91.9 on the FM dial. News from Israel next, Jamin. לטורקיה מייצג מנכ״ל משרד החוץ פרידון סניור לולו. הצוותים נפגשים כבר עשרות פעמים בחמש השנים האחרונות במטרה לגבש הסכמה על הסדר שיביא לסיום משבר המרמרה ולשיפור היחסים בין ישראל לטורקיה. מבקר המדינה בודק תלונות של עובדי נציגויות ישראל בעולם על תנאי העסקתם. כתבתנו דור מימון. למשרד ולנציבות תלונות הציבור הוגשו בשנים האחרונות תלונות מעובדים ישראלים וזרים על פגיעה בזכויותיהם ויחס מחפיר. כעת מתנהלת ביקורת במשרד החוץ על העסקת עובדים מקומיים בנציגויות ישראל בחו"ל. מסקנות הביקורת תפורסמנה בדוח השנתי הבא. מעצרו הפתוח של החייל שירה למוות במחבל בחברון הוארך בשבוע נוסף על ידי בית הדין הצבאי ביפו. בתום הדיון מתח עורך דינו אילן כץ ביקורת על מחת כפיר שביקר את החייל בבסיס שבו הוא שוהה. כתבנו מיכאל האוזר טוב שמע אותו. זה לא ראוי שהמחת אשר עד כה נמנע מלהתעניין בשלומו של החייל הגיע לפתע 
נפגש איתו ואמר לו שמדובר באירוע חמור, זאת אמירה שהיא לא במקומה. הותר לפרסום, שב"כ עצר 12 פלסטינים שהשליכו בקבוקי תבערה ואבנים לעבר כלי רכב ישראליים בכביש 443. כתבנו טל לברם. העצורים מהכפר בית אור אל-טחטה שנמצא סמוך מאוד לבית חורון. בחקירה עלה כי הם היו מעורבים בשישה אירועים לפחות, כאשר הרקע להקמת ההתארגנות היה רצון לנקום את מותו של אחד המחבלים, תושב הכפר שביצע את הפיגוע בבית חורון, בו נרצחה שלומית קריגמן, זכרה לברכה. חלק מהעצורים קטינים, כתבי אישום הוגשו כבר נגד חלקם. צעיר בן 22 מכפר עקב מואשם בתכנון פיגוע ירי סמוך לקניון מלחה בירושלים. כתבנו איתמר קציר. על פי כתב האישום, עבד אל מואטי אבו סנינה חבר לפלסטיני נוסף שהכיר בכלא והשניים תכננו לבצע פיגוע ירי ליד חניון מלחה. אבו סנינה היה אמור לצלם סרטון באזור על מנת לתכנן את ביצוע הפיגוע, אבל נעצר קודם לכן על ידי המשטרה. הוא מואשם בקשירת קשר לביצוע פשע. ההסתדרות הודיעה על הקפאת העיצומים במכס ובמשרד הבריאות לקראת תחילתו של משא ומתן עם משרד האוצר ביום ראשון. כתבתנו קורל יעקבי. הצדדים צפויים לקיים משא ומתן ביום ראשון, כאשר הסוגיות המרכזיות הן הפרטת מערך בוחני הנהיגה וקיצוצים בדמי החזרי הנסיעות לעובדים בעקבות הרפורמה בתחבורה הציבורית. לדברי ההסתדרות, שביתת בוחני הנהיגה ועובדי משרד התחבורה תימשך גם השבוע הבא, והמשך הצעדים ייבחן בהתאם לתוצאות המשא ומתן. התחזית יוסיף להיות חם בלי שינוי של ממש בטמפרטורות. אלה החדשות שעורך רום ליאור.
Oh, yeah, we'll say Mazel Tov. Why not? Another great tune for the Chassan and Kala. Shoshi Zamek, Kenny Rube. They're getting married tonight. Mazel Tov to the extended Zamek, Atia, and Rube families from all of us here at JM in the AM. That big wedding is tonight. Another great JM in the AM Simcha. And uh, to Rochelle and Mark, and of course, uh, all the parents and grandparents involved in tonight's uh, celebration. We say Mazel Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Boy, unbelievable. <laughs> To the point where, uh, where thank God, consistently we are now announcing JM and the AM weddings, which is just unbelievable. Uh, Micha Gammerman with that one for the Chassan and Kala. Gil Arena, you heard Yismuchu from Yummy Loi. Shuki had Kol Mitzalos. We opened up with Yaakov Shweki, Mamin Benissim from the We Are a Miracle CD. Thursday morning, 53 degrees. Rain outside and a high temperature of 55. Showers early tonight at low 44. And tomorrow, partly cloudy, a high temperature 51 degrees. Yerushalayim is at 73. We're at 53 on a Thursday as we wake up here at JM in the AM. Lenny Solomon is next at JM in the AM.
J.M. in the A.M. Koamar, done by Eitan Freilich here on a J.M. in the A.M. Thursday morning. 53 degrees, rain, and a high temperature of 55. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget we have amazing programming on our stream <clears throat> all day long at jmtheam.org and on the NSN app. Oh, by the way, speaking of the NSN app, Mazel Tov to Gila Ganuni and Shimshon Willick. They got married last night. We say Mazel Tov from all of us here at J.M. in the A.M. Listener Yehudis told us about that big simcha. So we say Mazal Tov. If you want to comment on the app at any point, go uh, right ahead. We have great programming today on our stream at jmnam.org and the NSN app. And the app is an amazing way to be in touch with us and let us know what you're thinking as the show is going on. Don't forget that the uh, lineup today, once uh, JMNAM has uh, concluded, 
includes a, a whole host of great programming. Um, Charlie Harari at 9 o'clock with an in-depth look of making the most of today's easy access to the world. Michael Fragan in spin class will look at New Yorkers in the New York primary. Why is Ted Cruz going matzo baking and what Wisconsin voters know better than the rest? That's on spin class at 9.30. 10 o'clock, encore presentation of Jew in the City Speaks. Saul Blinkoff, Orthodox Jew and director and animator for Disney, will be on. That's Life with Miriam L. Wallach. I have the uh, privilege of guest co-hosting as we welcome Anthony Auerbach back to the show, a body language expert and chief consultant for Body Language on Purpose. Live remote coming up as Manischewitz presents the Thursday Live Lunch uh, from Gourmet Glot in Cedarhurst. We'll be there between 11 and 1 today, 137 Spruce Street in Cedarhurst. You want to come see a live radio show and a lot of fun and a chance to win prizes, etc., Stop by Gourmet Glot and Cedarhurst starting at 11 o'clock this morning. And the stunt show with Leora Zamek will feature Leora's sit-down with Zach Pollock, a motivational speaker, to discuss how to deal with stress before Pesach. In addition, she plays wedding music as she gets pumped up for tonight's big wedding. And, of course, that is a Shoshi and Kenny, Shoshi Zamek and Kenny Rube, who are getting married tonight. Mazal Tov to Rochelle and Mark and all the parents and grandparents and everybody who is set to celebrate this evening it is going to be a wonderful celebration. We say Mazal Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Thursday morning at 29 minutes after 7 o'clock, Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Echonish Basar of Zebun of and Esther Basar of Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We're going to be continuing today with our series on the power of tefillah. The Medrash tells us that Mordechai wanted to find out if B'nai Israel were going to be victorious. So he stopped three children and he asked what they had learned that day. It was like Nevoah to see where things were headed. The first child said, Al tiromi pachad pisan. You will not fear sudden terror. The second child said, Utsu etzavesufar. Plan a conspiracy and it's going to be destroyed. The third child said, Viadzignanihu. Until your old age I'm unchanged. I will carry you. I made you. I will carry you and rescue you. Mordechai understood that these psukim indicated B'nai Yisrael would be victorious and that their enemies would fall. The Yalkut Shmoni shows that all of these nevuos were fulfilled and B'nai Yisrael indeed prevailed. The Taz notes that we say these psukim after Aleinu, at the conclusion of davening. The Mepharshim explain that Aleinu proclaims our belief that Hashem Hu Elokim, Hashem is the one God, Ein Oid Milvado, and there is nothing but Hashem. In the merit of this Amuna, our Tfilos, our prayers are answered. This is the reward for that Amuna. It's also a reminder to us, before we leave the comfort of the Shul or the place where we're davening, and go to face the struggles and challenges of life, we once again say, we learn in the Talmud that there were demons that used to frequent the base Medrash where Abaye gave over his Torah. It was so brazen that it didn't even wait to be concealed at night or to seek out certain individuals to attack. Even sometimes there were two people that would come to the base Medrash together. They would be injured by this spirit. When Abaye heard that Rab Achabar Yaakov was going to come to town, he said to everyone, no one should give him a place to sleep 
and therefore he's going to be forced to stay over in the base Medrash. Maybe while he's staying there, a great miracle is going to happen. Having no choice, Ravacha did come to the base Medrash that night. Suddenly, the demon appeared to him as a seven-headed serpent. Ravacha then began to daven, and he bowed his head in tefillah. Each time he bowed, one of the heads fell off. The Marsha asked an interesting question. How was it possible that Abaye could place Ravacha in mortal danger? How was he so sure that Ravacha was going to have the schus to have a miracle happen? And we learn in Chazal that even if a miracle does happen, it could take away from a person's schuyos, from their merits. He explains that benefits which we get from tefillah because we have prayed, even if it's miraculous, can still be considered quite natural, because tefillah is a foundation and a fundamental of our world. It's been put into the world from the time of creation, and therefore it is our schus that we can daven and we can pray for whatever we want, even if we consider it to be miraculous. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, Bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day.
J.M. in the A.M. Kimal that's brand new Mordechai Shapiro here at J.M. in the A.M. 22 minutes before 8 o'clock. Good morning. It's Thursday, April the 7th, the 28th of Adar 2. Three Torahs this Shabbos. It'll be Rosh Chodesh and Parshas HaChodesh and, of course, Shabbos as well. Um, as we get closer and closer to Rosh Chodesh Nisan and closer and closer to the holiday of Pesach. 53 degrees, rain and a high temperature of 55. Reminder tomorrow morning, Malcolm Holmline joins us around this time, 7.40 on Fridays with a weekly update, a look and an analysis of what's going on in this amazing world of ours. Tomorrow morning, weekly update, 7.40 in the morning Eastern Time right here at JM and the AM and jmtheam.org and of course on the NSN app. Unique, wonderful and incredible way to tune in and uh, hear what's going on in this world. A lot of things being said all across the dial and all over your television screens and all around the Internet. We have a unique perspective every single Friday morning, so make sure to check it out and enjoy. Great programming on our stream all day long at jamtheam.org and on the NSN app, including our live lunch coming from Gourmet Glot in Cedarhurst, courtesy of our friends at Manischewitz. That's happening starting at 11 o'clock this morning. You'll be able to see that on the website, nachomsegel.com, and, of course, hear it on all of our platforms. So get ready for that. And the great programming in general will go through the uh, schedule a little later on, as we've been doing uh, here at JMNAM. Rabbi David Foreman is going to join us coming up. He's got a brand new book out there. We'll talk about his unique style and uh, some of the things he's done, and of course the brand new book regarding Pesach coming up at JMNAM. And Mazel Tov going out to Shoshi Zamek and Kenny Rube. The wedding is tonight, and we say Mazel Tov to the Rube, Atya, and Zamek families, and of course the JM and the AM family. So we get set for tonight's uh, massive simcha. Mazal tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. More coming up. Here's Eighth Day.
Shayam in the AM, Misha Nichnas Adar is right. And uh, this month of Adar, thank God, we have a lot to celebrate, including tonight's big wedding, Shoshi Zamek, Kenny Rube. They're getting married this evening. We've got the father of the bride with us live via telephone. That is, of course, our wonderful friend and uh, incredible JMNAM staff member, Mark Zamek. Mark, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thanks. It's been like, I don't know, a week and a half, two weeks. <laughs> That's it. Like huh? A record. <laughs> yeah. It's a record that you're back on this quickly, you mean. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so tonight's the big night. How's the father of the bride doing just about, I don't know, 10 hours before the official wedding celebration begins? Um, the father of the bride is doing fine, although his friend, the radio host, is incredulous that he's going to try to keep it to the schedule that's been pre-written. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> well, it's not easy keeping to a schedule. You know? I agree. There's a lot of moving parts that are out of control. I mean, one of the ones that we were most disappointed of, we were hoping to have an outdoor chuppah, but uh, that doesn't seem like that's going to go in our favor tonight. Rain and a high of 55, low of 44 tonight. Has that decision, I assume, completely been made already? Yeah, no choice. It's not, you know, it, Even if it weren't pouring rain at the time of the chuppah, it's not going to be nice enough to have an outdoor chuppah. I mean, the the hope was, especially when we when we were looking at it about a month ago, when you know the end of February was like seventy five degrees. Right. Um, we were the way the whole place is situated. It would have been a beautiful sunset chuppah. But uh, if that's our only disappointment tonight, and I hope it will be, we'll all be in unbelievable shape. Well, that's for sure. And we would take this opportunity to wish you and Rochelle and the entire family and the extended. Uh, Rube, Atia, and Zamek families, a major mazel tov, of course, from all of us here at JMNAM. There'll be plenty of parents and grandparents there tonight celebrating, having a wonderful time, and just, uh, you know, soaking in the wonderful simcha, which is so great and so incredible. And for us here at JMNAM, obviously, it has uh, additional meaning as well, because uh, it, it is yet another, it's hard to believe that we're in this category of making weddings <laughs> as a staff. Right, yeah. and it also goes to the, you know, her birth was, well, her parents' marriage was announced on the radio, her birth was announced on the radio, and now her own wedding is announced on the radio. Unbelievable. The whole thing is yeah, just It's really amazing. And, it, and it's also, you know, we said this a lot during the marathon, it's amazing that, you know, we've all stuck together over these this many years, that's why it's such a meaningful simcha. I got notes from a number of the other Jamie the M staff members um, over the past few days, how excited they were, and it's nice. And it's also nice because, you know, we're doing the, the Sheva Brachos um, at my sister's and my parents' house, and, and Mayor Fertig lives right nearby, so we have people sleeping at his house. So it becomes a very big uh, extended Jamie the AM uh, Simcha as well. Oh, yes, no question about it. Who will be taking care of the music tonight? The Nisham Orchestra, have we chosen by uh, Simcha Liner, will be the singer during the uh, dancing tonight. Very nice, Simcha Liner. And there is a Chazan singing, uh, Chazan Cherky is singing during the Chupa. Yeah, Fema Ode. And you definitely have a job for me, right? Because I want to be there. I definitely have <laughs> multiple jobs for you if you want. Multiple jobs? Wait a second. You're putting me yeah, real, no, you're no, really no, putting no, me to work? There, there's one way to so we think we're going to have a valet, probably. So if you want to park cars, <laughs> you can do that, too. <laughs> Not in this weather. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Yes, Baruch Hashem. We, ha- we, we, we have, we have a, t- a job tailored for your skills capabilities. Perfect. I had a feeling it would work out. Uh, thank you, and Mazal Tov. Our best to everybody. We look forward to seeing you in a few hours. Baruch Hashem. Mazal, mazal Tov to everybody. Mazal Tov to Moshe, Rube, and Miratia, Kenny's parents, and to, of course, Rochelle, and to Kenny and Shoshi. We look forward to celebrating with you later today. We certainly do. Shoshi Zamek, Kenny Rube. That, of course, was Mark to Rochelle and Mark and to Mira and Moshe and the parents and grandparents, everybody out there 
who's getting ready for tonight's big celebration. We say Mazal Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Ten minutes before 8 o'clock on this Thursday. I thank you for tuning in. Reminder tomorrow, Malcolm Holmline is going to be joining us as we explore this incredible world of ours through the... Uh, through the news items of the day and of the week. I hope you'll join us. It's tomorrow morning right here at JM in the AM. It all begins at 7.40 tomorrow morning. Speaking of Simcha Liner, here's a, here's a great song for the Kala, Aishas Chayel. This is JM in the AM.
Simcha Liner, Aisha's Chaya, will dedicate that to uh, Shoshi and Kenny and wish them again a very special Mazel Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Listener David checked in. Happy anniversary to Judy and Nutti Holzer of Passaic, New Jersey, and Sandy and Elliot Klein of Woodmere. Their wedding anniversaries are on the 28th day of Adar. So we say Mazel Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Getting ready for Ashkodesh Nissan this coming Shabbos. Three Torahs this coming Shabbos with Parshas Ashkodesh. And um, getting closer and closer to the holiday of Pesach, which begins two weeks from tomorrow night, believe it or not. Wow, that is unbelievable. Tomorrow, Friday, Erev Shabbos edition of JM in the AM. Malcolm Holmline at 7.40 in the morning. Make sure to be tuned in. want to thank our friends at OnlySimchas.com. OnlySimchas.com continues to utilize so much of our amazing content for their own news feed, which uh, is featured every single day at OnlySimchas.com and includes some great stories. Check it out all through the day. You'll be glad you did. And a big thank you to Mayor Kruder and everybody at Kruder Photography who continue to document so many of our amazing live events. Again, Mayor Kruder, Kruder Photography, K-R-U-T-E-R. Uh, we thank him and his staff for... Um, oh, in fact, uh, the um, the show we did last week at Grand in Essex, that photo album just went up. Was that the one from that one? Yeah. The photo album just went up yesterday on the Nachum Siegel Network Facebook update page. You can check that out. And enjoy. And again, thank you to Mayor Cruder and everybody at Cruder Photography. Boardroom with Charlie Harari follows at 9 a.m., making the most of today's easy access to the world. That's a, that'll be Charlie's in-depth look. Spin class with Michael Fragan. We'll concentrate on the New York primary, and I'll also discuss why Ted Cruz is going matzo baking and what Wisconsin voters know better than the rest. Encore presentation of Jew in the City with Saul Blinkoff, Orthodox Jew and director and animator for Disney. That's live with Miriam L. Wallach. I will co-host with her today as we welcome Anthony Auerbach, the body language expert and chief consultant for body language on purpose. Back to That's Life. Live remote at 11 o'clock. We'll be at the Gourmet Glotten Cedarhurst, 137 Spruce Street, starting at 11 a.m. until 1 o'clock. Join us for that. A great live remote with our friends at Manischewitz. Uh, 1 o'clock, the stunt show with Leora Zamek. Leora sits down with Zach Pollock, a motivational speaker, to discuss how to deal with stress in the time before Pesach. And she'll play some great wedding music to get ready for the big wedding tonight, Shoshi and Kenny. So she'll be doing that uh, between 1 and 2 o'clock this afternoon, Eastern Time, on our stream at jmnam.org and on the NSN app. Don't forget that uh, Jay Leno and Eighth Day, who you heard uh, earlier with the Hakel selection, and Alipa are all going to be together. Uh, this coming uh, Sunday night, happening at the Jazz at Lincoln Center. Jazz at Lincoln Center this coming Sunday night, starting at 7.30. And um, your opportunity to see two great musical acts, Lipa and Eighth Day, and a full hour of Jay Leno, which is pretty cool. That's right, he'll be doing his act, full hour of Jay Leno, all, all this coming Sunday night. At the Jazz at the Lincoln Center. Uh, phone number 646-833-7108. 646-833-7108. For uh, information, you can also go to the web, israelrescue.org. Israelrescue.org. You will see uh, the banner there at the top 
of the page. 8 o'clock in the morning, Rabbi David Foreman is going to join us in the 8 o'clock hour, coming up about 8.30 this morning with his brand new book, and this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, broadcasting live in the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web, jmtheam.org.
Ashe odom, odom mesameya, mesameya, chusone vekalo. Ke ilu, ke ilu, oi seik bato yiro, oi seik bato yiro, bato yiro, akli show. Esho she odom, odom mesameya, mesameya, chusone vekalo. Ke ilu, ke ilu, oi seik bato yiro, oi seik bato yiro.
CD he calls Dance 2, not Shayach, that Schleimi Daskal at JM in the AM. Uh, before that one, you heard the uh, Mordechai Shapiro selection, Chizku from Koladerech. That is a great brand new song. Yaakov Shweki, brand new, Baderech Hamelach of We Are a Miracle. And you heard Simcha Liner in there with Aisha Schile. Quarter after 8 o'clock in the morning, it's JM in the AM, 15 minutes away from Rabbi David Foreman, who's going to be joining us. He's always uh, with a unique perspective on on our observances, and uh, in this case, a brand new book regarding Pesach. Speak with him coming up here at JM and the AM. Tomorrow morning, Malcolm Holmline will join us at 7.40 for the weekly update, figuring out, uh, well, or at least we'll attempt to figure out what's going on in this crazy world of ours. Uh, weekly update, 7.40, Friday mornings right here at JM and the AM. Make sure to be tuned in. Great day on our stream all day long at jmnam.org and on the NSN app. The boardroom with Charlie Harari at 9 o'clock with an in-depth look at making the most of today's easy access to the world. Spin class with Michael Fragan all about the New York primary. Encore presentation of Jew in the City with Saul Blinkoff, Orthodox Jew and director and animator for Disney. Miriam Wallach and That's Life with uh, special guest co-host Nahum Siegels. We welcome Anthony Auerbach back to the show, a body language expert and chief consultant for Body Language on Purpose. Live remote alert, come on out to Gourmet Glot as Manischewitz presents our Thursday live lunch starting at 11 o'clock today. We'll be there at Gourmet Glot, 137 Spruce Street in Cedarhurst, 11 a.m. until 1 o'clock. And the stunt show with Leora Zamek, Leora with Zach Pollock, a motivational speaker discussing how to deal with stress in the time before Pesach and with uh, great Jewish music in honor of Shoshi and Kenny and their wedding going on tonight. So we say Mazal Tov, and we say make sure to be tuned in all day long to our stream at jmnam.org and, of course, on the NSN app. Here's Benny Friedman.
Sam in the AM. Jachmiel begun Miami Boys Choir, and among the uh, shows that they have announced for Chol Hamoed, among the concerts they have announced for Chol Hamoed, Pesach, the Miami Phenomenon, Volume 2, featuring Miami Boys Choir, the Miami Five, Simcha Liner, and the 100-Voice Choir of Unity. Yerachmiel has chosen the best voices out of thousands from countless yeshivas in the New York, New Jersey area. They're coming together for a show of Achdus, an unprecedented world premiere, a world premiere contemporary performance, as it's being called, the 100-Voice Choir of Unity, all happening Tuesday night, Cholomoid, and Wednesday night, Cholomoid, at the Brooklyn College. And uh, information, go to jewishtickets.com or uh, events at gmail.com, events at gmail.com. That's one of the events that Yerachmiel announced, and uh, that sounds like an exciting one. 100-voice Choir of Unity. Pretty cool. Thursday morning broadcast, JM and the AM. Mazel up to Shoshi Zamek and Kenny Rube. They're getting married tonight. Looking forward to the uh, amazing celebration. Uh, Rabbi David Foreman, Rabbi David Foreman is with us live via telephone. I mentioned earlier that um, he has a unique perspective on many things biblical. And the brand new book is called The Exodus You Almost Passed Over. The Exodus You Almost Passed Over. Rabbi David Foreman is the dean and founder of Aleph Beta and scholar for the Hofberger Foundation for Torah Study. Lectures internationally on biblical themes. Rabbi Foreman is in uh, Woodmere where he is scholar, a resident scholar I should say, at the Young Israel of Woodmere. He's author of the book The Beast That Crouches at the Door. Um, the Queen You Thought You Knew, and served as senior writer and editor for Art Scroll Schottenstein edition of the Talmud and taught biblical themes at Johns Hopkins University. All right, Foreman's lectures and animated videos are available at alephbeta.org, A-L-E-P-H-B-E-T-A dot org. Rabbi David Foreman, an honor to welcome you to JM in the AM. Thank you very much, Nachum. It was great to be with you. I had an interesting experience on Purim. I, um challenged myself to some of the questions that you asked. I, assu- I assume that uh, the video I saw, um, the same, some of the same information would be in the book, The Queen You Thought You Knew, right? I assume that's about Queen Esther, correct? Yes, the video is a little slice of the book. Yeah, and uh, you asked some very interesting questions, especially in, uh, in terms of her reaction to Mordechai's request, demand, suggestion, you know, that she go to the king. And then, of course, you know, someone has this opportunity to be in front of the king, and she's not put to death. She's actually welcomed in by the king. You'd think at that point she would, you know, address a a poignant problem that's that's facing her and her people. Mm-hmm. And instead, she asks for a gathering that'll include the king and Haman himself. So, I I, I just I'm telling you, I I, I enjoyed. That entire analysis, and it was amazing to me. After all these decades, I had never thought of that question. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's part of the thrill of this kind of study is is um, kind of looking at stuff that you have always read a thousand times and seeing it in a new way. And it, it, in a way, our familiarity with these biblical texts that we grew up with, while you know it, it sort of helps us, it can also work against us in a strange way. There's something I call the lullaby effect, uh, which is um, you know, when, when you know something really, really well, 
you stop listening to the words. And it's like, you know, rockabye baby on the treetop. And, right. and, you know, if you, you can get a kid to sleep by singing that. But if right. the kid actually listened to the words, you know, so uh, the cradle will rock and then the, the bow will fall and <laughs> down will come baby. And your, your sweet little little kid who's listening to this is going to say, uh, you know, was the mother trying to kill the baby? And why are you why are you telling me that? And so there are these these questions that are just latent in the things that we know so well, but we just stop listening to the words. And you know, how many times have you just sort of almost fallen asleep when you you know heard the Chumash read in shul or something like that? And and it, it, you know, you heard it for the umpteenth time, and yet there are these delights in, the, in just in the text and in, in, in the questions that the text is putting to you that if you really struggle with, you can begin to get to some of the fascinating meaning underneath. And that's, you know, what these books are trying to do. And and, and uh, not to take away from the topic of the day, which is obviously Passover and the brand new book, which I'll get to in a minute, but I will also tell you that I had, mm. an, I had an opportunity to see your video series or part of it. I, it. It's hard for me to keep track exactly which parts I, I have seen already about Megillas Rus. And mm-hmm. and how that story is so significant historically. Now, of course, obviously, every story or every book of the Tanakh is going to be significant historically. But I think I, you know what I mean in that it, you showed how so many things that span, I don't know, can I say thousands or is it hundreds of years? But I think I could say thousands, right, uh, yep. are, are tied together because of that story of Ruth herself. Yes, uh, we actually have two different video series on the Gilas Ruth. Uh, on Aleph Beta, and both of them uh, kind of try to show the historical background within Tanakh itself, um, how Megillus is the culmination for so much. One of the series goes back to uh, the stories of Yehud and Tamar and Lot and his daughters. Of course, Yehud and Tamar is where Boaz comes from, ultimately, and uh, Lot and his daughters is where Tamar comes from, the, the birth of Moab, um, and how all those stories are coming together. And Rosen's second series goes all the way back even further. Um, it, it's actually one of my favorite series on the site. I think it's, uh, I forgot what we called it. It really gets to the issue of why Avram was chosen and uh, tries to show that there's a 10-generation a event that happens every 10 generations in Chumash, going all the way back to uh, the very first man, um, uh, Adam and Eve, and the, the, and the, death, of, um, the death of Hevel at the hands of Cain, um, ten generations later with Noah and his three sons, ten generations later with Avram, and uh, he, of course, is one of three sons, and then ten generations later uh, with, uh, with Megillah Rut and with, um, with Boaz. And without giving away what that event is and why it's significant, um, you really get a sense of this uh, um, you know, epic, epic story unfolding over time and, um, and why it is that uh, it is so powerful. Yep. Rabbi David Foreman is with us. AlephBeta.org. A-L-E-P-H-B-E-T-A.org. All right, so, um, so the name Passover seems to bother you. Of all the names you would give the upcoming holiday for two weeks from tomorrow night, it seems Passover would not be the highest on your list. Yep. Um, you know, that's kind of the facetious opening to the book. Um, in Chapter 1, uh, I kind of play a little thought experiment where you're uh, an angel, you know, imagine an angel in the back of the room, uh, part of God's nominating committee for the names of new holidays, and everybody's brainstorming names. And again, this is one of those lullaby effect things. You know, we're so used to calling it Pesach, so used to calling it Passover. It's just not something you think about. 
But if you imagine that there was no name for the holiday and there were a bunch of angels, uh, you know, who were <laughs> called upon to advise the Kaddish Baruch himself about the naming of a holiday. The committee. And, you know, uh, the committee, as it were. So one guy says it should be Freedom Day. Another guy says it should be Independence Day. Mm. Imagine a guy at the back of the room says, you know, let's call it Passover. <laughs> what well, Passover? He says, well, you know, it's like a pun. There's this, uh, you know, the, the tenth plague. All the children were going to get killed. The, the, the Egyptian children got killed, and ours got spared. So it kind of like got passed over them. So let's call the whole holiday Passover. So you know, not many people would think that's a great idea because, <laughs> as, as important as it is that our children were saved, nobody wanted our children to die on that day. But uh, it doesn't seem to be the essence of the day. You know, isn't the day about freedom? Isn't the day about independence? Isn't the day about the birth of a, of a nation? And, uh, you know, how does Passover fit into it? So that's kind of one of the linchpin questions that I, I, that I try to start with. And, you know, the way the book is structured is kind of like it, 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 it was a real challenge to write a book like this because it's, it's, I guess it's, and, and I talk about this in the preface, you know, what kind of book is it? Um, and it, it's kind of like a nonfiction mystery novel exploration of Chumash. And it, the idea is to try to get people really excited about learning Chumash. And it's not like a safer that you have to read because your Rebbe's going to kill you if you don't read this or your mother says you have to read it. But, you know, can you get people to pick up a book the way they would pick up a novel for leisure reading and just lose themselves in Torah and, and find themselves just tickled pink? And um, can you write that kind of engaging book? So to me, the measure of success of a book like this is can it ask the questions and can it keep you as a page turner? You know, and, and it's not just the Torah of it, which I hope is, is, is solid and fascinating, but it's also the readability and and um, and the mystery, and that's one of those mystery questions that we begin with at the very begin, at the, at the beginning, the angel in the back of the room, and the mystery of the name Passover itself. Uh, Rabbi David Foreman is with us. Uh, the, the what are some of the other things that I mean I, I see some of the questions that you ask, for instance, while well, we just spoke about the name, how the name could have been, you know, certainly better. You asked, did the Exodus have to be so complicated? And and com- yep. complicated in what way? How come I, as the casual middle-aged man <laughs> who's somewhat yep. familiar with the story, doesn't necessarily see it as complicated? What am I missing? So yeah, uh, you know, again, these are really the first three chapters, and I, I try to, and, and it goes back to the lullaby effect. The reason why you and I, and you know, I'm a middle-aged man just like you, you know, and and we've gone through many sadarim. It doesn't seem complicated because for us it seems routine. But, um, you know, but again, if you were imagining, you know, if you put yourself in the shoes of God himself, and, you know, if you imagine there was a game, and I talk about this, I think, in Chapter 2, uh, imagine there was a video game. You called it the Exodus game. And uh, the goal was, you know, you get to play God. You know, in some of these video games they have God mode where you have unlimited power. So God really does have unlimited power. He doesn't hold himself back, you know, in the Megillah. He holds himself back. There's no great Nisim. There's just the behind-the-scenes stuff. But in the Exodus, you know, everything is fair game. There's a, God uses all these incredible powers. Right. So if you said, you're God, you're using all the powers at your disposal, your job is that there's a nation that you like that's brutally enslaved. Your job is to quickly and easily get them, get them out and take them to the promised land, how hard do you think that would be if you were God? <laughs> Good point. Good point. You know, so it would it really take you ten plays? <laughs> right. You know, it, it doesn't have to take ten plays. Right, you know? but, but I mean... Freeze, I, the, 
freeze the Egyptians in place, right. set up a force field around them, you know, have the Jews walk out to freedom. Uh, you know, and and the crazy thing is, is that God actually used some of these things within Yitzhak Mitzrayim itself, but later on in the process, not to make it simpler, but just you know, he kind of used them. For example, as the Jews were actually leaving. So there was kind of like a force field. If you remember the great cloud, the cloud of the divine presence, right. actually comes to protect the Jews as they're as they're leaving. So you know, if we, we did that a little bit earlier, then everything we could, could just walked right out. Um, darkness, the ninth plague. You know, what a great idea! Have the Egyptians not be able to see a blasted thing? The Jews could walk right out under their noses, and that's it. You know, you don't even need the tenth plague at all. So there's so many easier ways to do this. It seems almost like God is choosing the hard way. Um, so that's one of the examples. The other example is of bargaining sessions. I mean, it's literally comical. If you read Parshat Bo, Parshat Ba'era, uh, it's hard to keep a straight face. It even seems like a Purim, you know, like a Purim spiel. And by the way, as, uh, as part of that, yeah. as part of that negotiation, one of the things that that you point out that that always bothers many, many people, even the young among us, is that we feel it's unfair that uh, that God controls Paro's heart. If in fact there is free will in this world let let's mm-hmm. let's see what this king of egypt decides after each one of these plagues but we see god intervene and literally make him as, even more stubborn so that the jews are not released from egypt yes and that's one of the one of the key things which i deal with in the book um it's actually a really fascinating piece i wouldn't want to give it all away here but i'll i'll give your readers this tip um, uh, one of the arguments I make in the book is that you have to pay attention to the language in Hebrew that the Torah is using to signify God changing Pyro's mind. If you look carefully, you'll find it's not one Hebrew verb, but two. There's the word kibud halev, right, and chizuk and they're used interchangeably. Now, the question is, do they mean the same thing? You know, if you had to translate uh, kavad lev paro, how would you translate it? Is it, is it the same translation as these are two different verbs. So, you know, you're a speaker of Hebrew. You know what the word chazak means. The word chazak means strong. So one idea here is strength of heart. Well, you're also a Hebrew speaker. You know what the word kaved means. Kaved means heavy or it means hard. So the question is, is there a difference between a hard heart and a strong heart? One of the arguments I make is that if you really think about it, if you just think about your biological heart, which one would you rather have, a strong heart? Or a hard heart. Right. You know, most of us would want a strong, strong heart. We would associate that with courage. Right. And if you look elsewhere in Tanakh, Chizokalev is associated with courage. Um, if you look elsewhere in Tanakh about Kibbut Halev, you'll find right hard-heartedness. And if you didn't think about your biological heart, your heart dies. You have a heart attack. Your heart is a muscle. It's not supposed to be hard. A hard heart is a stubborn heart. Wow. So the question is, are these ideas two different ideas? Right. It could be that one idea is courage and the other idea is stubbornness. Right. Now, what you can then do, and you, I, I encourage your readers to do this, we we do a, a thing at our family Seder where we uh, we sometimes give our kids what we call Pesach projects, stuff to research before they um, come to the Seder and they'll make something and kind of show it at the Seder and we'll put up these posters around the Seder. It's great fun. And one of the things that our kids have done over time is this which is have your kids make a chart of the ten plagues and Pyro's reaction after each of them, right? And just chart through in which cases does Pyro have chizuk and in which cases does he have kibud halev? Which cases is Pyro sort of getting 
the courage to resist, in which cases is Pyro being stubborn, and then ask yourself, in some of these cases, God is the one doing it, or some of the cases, Pyro is the one doing it. Sometimes Pyro hardens his own heart or gives himself courage. Sometimes God is the one who does that. God is the one who gives him courage. God is the one who hardens his heart. Now, what's fascinating is that there's like a little matrix here. It's like a, you know, you can you can just put, uh, you know, is it Chizukalev or is it Kibbutalev with each plague? Which one is it? Is God doing it or right. is Paro doing it? You know, it, it, and, it you know. and you see a whole story unfold, and the story is a very surprising story. It's not at all clear that God actually deprives him of free will at all, because if I encourage you, right, if you were down and you weren't sure you could accomplish something, and I gave you courage, I encouraged you, would you say I've deprived you of free will? No. Maybe God never did it. Maybe God didn't deprive him of anything, right. but simply gave power of the courage to persevere. It pays to read the book, and in this case, I'm not sure I'm referring to your book. <laughs> it pays. It pays, it pays. It's true. No, that's the whole point. Right. It pays to read the book. It, it's not about me. It's about the Torah. I'm just a tour guide, right? And this is the, the 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 excitement and the passion is the book of books, right? It's the Torah itself, and that's really the mission here: get people excited and passionate, and say, "My goodness, this is the greatest story ever told." And it's not Foreman's story. This is the Bible. It's God's story. Unbelievable. Rabbi David Foreman, the book is called The Exodus You Almost Passed Over. Uh, where is this available? In these days, I guess you could say everywhere, right? Well, it is kind of available everywhere. You can get them in, in, in places like Eichler's in Brooklyn and places like Judaica Plus, even restaurants like Central Perk, and if you're in Cedarhurst and places like that, Stop, Chop, and Roll. So, and places in Teaneck, the bagel stores. I believe we're carrying it too. You can also get them online at our website, alethbeta.org, A-L-E-T-H-B-E-T-A dot O-R-G. You can get them on Amazon, although Amazon is back-ordered, but be patient. They're getting a whole bunch of books today, so you can you can order, and they will ship them to you. Um, so, uh, But it's it's there, and uh, I, I encourage you to get a copy, and I also encourage you to, to communicate. I love feedback and questions and thoughts and um, you know, it's a new book. It's brand new, and we haven't really gotten feedback yet. So send it, send it to us at info at alafeta.org, info at a l e p h b e t a dot org. Your thoughts on the book, and, uh, and if people want a little slice of it, a taste of it, a little preview, they can actually go on our website alafeta.org, a l e p h b e t a dot org, and actually look at our new just released Pesach series. I believe we call it the Exodus that might have been, which is a little slice of the fourth part of this book. It came out beautifully. I'm telling you, it's crazy because you have no idea the ability of, of animated video with sound and with music to convey an idea. I have to tell you a story. Yesterday, very, very, was, very quickly, or before very me. quickly, ten seconds. I was watching this for the very first time. I was the guy who came up with the content, but our video animators did such an incredible job. I'm sitting there with tears in my eyes, listening to stuff as if it was the first time, and I myself actually recorded it. But it's very beautifully done, and I'll give you a little taste of what it is the ex- uh, here in the book. The Exodus You Almost Passed Over by David Foreman, F-O-H-R-M-A-N. Go to alephbeta.org, alephbeta.org. Echad kasher v'sameach to you. Always a delight to speak with you. Great talking to you, Nachum. Thanks for having me on. More coming up at 10 minutes before 9 o'clock. This is JM in the AM. Oh, my God. 
a.m. in the a.m. Yehuda Green, Ogi Shama. Mazel Tov. Shoshizame, Kenny Rube. Big wedding tonight. We say Mazel Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Malcolm, home line tomorrow morning, 740 for the weekly update. Make sure to join us tomorrow morning at JM in the AM and jmtheam.org. And, of course, on the NSN app as we uh, explore the different things going on in this world of ours. Uh, don't forget Sunday night, Jay Leno in a full one-hour performance, plus eighth day, plus Lipa to benefit the uh, United Hatzalah of Israel. Go to eveningforisrael.com, eveningforisrael.com for information. Uh, plenty happening on our stream all day long. Charlie Harari coming up next with the boardroom and spin class with Michael Fragan. Um, encore presentation of Jew in the City Speaks. That's life with Miriam L. Wallach. The live remote happens at Gourmet Glot, 137 Spruce Street in Cedarhurst. We'll be there with our friends at Manischewitz starting at 11 a.m. until 1 o'clock. Stun show with Leora Zamek. They'll discuss stress before Pesach, and she'll play wedding music for tonight's big celebrations. That's what's happening on our stream all day long. Make sure to be tuned in at jmnam.org and, of course, on the NSN app where you can comment on anything going on uh, as the uh, as the shows are happening, wrapping things up. Brand new Yaakov Shweki at JM in the AM. <laughs>
Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM dial, broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. Wraps up a Thursday for us here at JM and the AM. Charlie Harari next at jmtheam.org and, of course, on the NSN app. Great lineup, as you would expect on a Thursday. And uh, don't forget, we are live at 11 a.m., just two hours from now, from Gourmet Glot, 137 Spruce Street in Cedarhurst. Stop by. Manischewitz has some great prizes and tastings and gifts, etc., etc. So stop by and say hi at Gourmet Glot in Cedarhurst. Mazel tov to the Zamek Atia. And Rube families and the big Simcha tonight. Looking forward to it. Tomorrow morning we're back starting at 6 a.m. Malcolm Homeline with the weekly update and so much more. Make sure to be tuned in on an Erev Shabbos Rosh Chodesh Parshas Chodesh, a three Torah Shabbos coming up. Have a fabulous Thursday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.